The Lazy Girl's Guide too. For girls who want to better their life, but better not have to do too much work. Welcome to the second ever episode of The Lazy Girl's Guide 2. Today's topic is wedding planning. If you caught the first episode on superannuation, I hope you learnt something. I definitely did. If not, especially if you know nothing on that topic, I couldn't recommend enough going back and listening to it. But today we are going to be joined by wedding extraordinaire Kirsty Lyle. She actually runs a very successful wedding planning business here in Cairns. And on top of that, she has been involved in planning over 50 weddings. So she really knows her stuff, so I plan to pick her brain and break it down into bite-sized pieces of information, lazy girl style. These episodes only go for about 20 minutes, so you don't have to go and trawl the internet for information or try and get expert opinions. It breaks it all down into just what you need to know, and we are breaking it down on wedding planning. Thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me. I have so many questions. I'm sure you do. (laughs) First and foremost, you get engaged. Yes. You got the ring on. That's exciting. It's exciting. Yeah. How long can you bask in that excitement, and when does the panic kick in? You go, I better start making some plans. I think getting engaged is the best part of the wedding planning. You know, so you, that's the excitement. And then it, you've got to come down to reality. So okay. then, you you know, you've got your Pinterest board that you've had there for two years because you know you're going to get married one day. Okay, um, I'm, I'm so lazy. I don't even have a board. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's pretty popular these days to have a Pinterest board of things. And, you know, if you're thinking about getting engaged or you know it's going to happen. Yeah. I reckon they just have a quiet, sneaky little board. Even if you haven't found yeah. them in. Think so. I know it's not a one size fits all, and you've said uh, in your time of planning all these weddings, you've worked with different budgets, you've worked with elopements, and all sorts of different things. Yeah. But we are targeting the lazy girls yes. out there. Yes. So I'm more interested in things that are going to reduce the stress out of what can be a very stressful time. Because everyone says, oh, it's the happiest time of your life. And I've been a maid of honour in a couple of weddings now, and I have seen a lot of stressful times involved in the lead up. Yeah, it does. I, I just think it just. It just exhumes stress, doesn't it? People just say mm-hmm. wedding and they just think stressful. You talk about weddings, think about money. So I think we you've got to start. And this is not, I'm not pushing my own barrel, but if you need to talk to a wedding planner, they don't even, you don't even need to book them. I think sometimes they can just give you a go-to, you know? Really? We do, yeah. I think most wedding planners do like a free, free chat. Well, I always do a free chat. And what's involved in that chat is like where you need to start and what you yeah, need to Yeah, where you need at. to start because that's the overwhelming part. Most of the brides and grooms, we don't know where to start. We I don't know have where no to start. Idea. No. And so where do you start? You gotta start I think you gotta start with your fiance and you've gotta <laughs> And you've got to be on the same page. You've got to be on the same page. What where do you want to get married? Okay. Yeah. How much do you want to spend? You can have a rough budget. You can have a rough budget, I think. So I read today the average cost of an Australian wedding is over $65,000. Oh, I was blown I away. Know. Like how much does a table setting cost? Oh, yeah. It, it, that's a lot. That's probably, oh, for, from my experience, that's quite, probably quite high. I've done weddings from, you know, 10000 up to a couple of hundred. What's $10,000 going to get you? That's a small wedding. That's a small wedding. That's a nice dinner. That's You're still getting married. You've still got a photographer. You've still got all the main things, but your guest list is it's, small. So it's dependent on the yeah, guest absolutely. list. Yeah, absolutely. If you're going to have 200 guests at $150 a head, yeah. 
It's going to be a bit more. When I mentioned before reducing yes. the stress, is that one thing you could do to reduce the stress is just keep it small? Keep it small. Yes, Don't absolutely. worry about the distant cousins you're going to annoy. Keep it small. And and my sister had this beautifully small wedding. She had 20 guests. It was lovely. She yeah. wasn't stressed. I want to talk about one thing, and you've been involved in a couple of these, and that is mm. elopements. Because to me, that seems like the easiest option mm, ever. You don't elopements. have to deal with yeah. you know the money and the organisation. Yeah. Pros and cons, though, in your opinion? Uh, look, pros, the couples are the least stressed. They're, they're not stressed. All you need really for a wedding is a, someone to marry you, a celebrant, or get married in a church or wherever you want to get married. Yeah. Generally, a photographer. Um, you have to have your, your license, your marriage license, which your celebrant will look after. And then you can have a couple of witnesses. So... You know that's simple. Mm. You don't even you don't even need to have a wedding dress per se. You can wear whatever you want. So for those reasons, that's the least stressful type of wedding, I reckon. It's funny you say that because <laughs> I actually know someone that was like, "Oh, I'll just elope overseas." Yeah. But what they didn't realize is there is paperwork you have to. There's fill still out. paperwork. You're There's still, still getting th- married. Yeah. So yeah. what's involved in that if you did want to say go to Vegas or? Thailand or something. You still have to do, fill the papers in wherever you're getting married. So say you're getting married up here. Say you're from UK and yeah. you're getting married in Australia. You still need to fill in the papers that we have. So you still need to fill in the you know um, int- notice of intended marriage. It sounds all complicated. How long does that it's take not. to go through? Like you can't rock up that morning and do it, can you? You need a month. You need oh, a month. month. You need a month to so do it. So you have to have some level yeah, of organisation. You, need a you little can't bit. just Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So what happened with Brittany then? Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> there must be loopholes. Yeah. Yeah, there must be loopholes. Um, and there must be something in Vegas. <laughs> yeah, it must just be Vegas. I don't even know if it's a real wedding. They must do something after. Now, if elopement is not for you... Mm. And you want to keep your family and your friends happy. Yes. Or maybe you just want that moment. Yeah. Because that's, that's the one thing I think with elopements. You don't, not everyone gets to see you, you know. Yeah. If you are going to put a dress on and have your makeup and done, you know. Yeah. A typical wedding, like yes. say, what would be an average size wedding with an average size budget in your opinion? I would think around 60 to 70 guests would be probably an average wedding that I have done Um Budget around twenty twenty five. Yep, that that's probably the the and that's yeah. still nice. Like that's still not lovely. like you're eating off plastic Abs- plates. No, not at all. Down no. at the local beach. No, 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 no. Still <laughs> on plastic chairs. <laughs> you can have plastic chairs, and you can spend ten grand on your DJ. Yeah, <laughs> or your band. Um, it you spend the money. What's important to you? Yeah. So. If someone came to me with a budget of 20, 25 grand, I can easily tell you and what's and you tell me what's important. Do you take all of the responsibility? It's on? what they want, whatever right. they want. Some, some, you know, like it's not hard to plan a wedding, but it just, like you said, it seems as soon as people mention wedding, they get stressed about it. Oh, centerpieces, like how yeah. is everything going to come together? It's really simple. It's really simple, and I is guess it, though? it is really simple. <laughs> you haven't seen me trying to handle the government form. <laughs> no, that's stressful. <laughs> <laughs> so, go, going back to that average yes. wedding. Yes. So, based on what you call the average wedding, sixty to mm. seventy guests on that budget, how long do you need out from the date to start planning that to have a bit of a stress-free environment around you? I would say twelve months. 12 months. And that's without a wedding months. planner? If you're just oh, yeah, you it can on yourself? Have, absolutely, you can do it without a wedding planner, yeah. So if someone listening to this right now is yes. engaged, they haven't started anything, what would be the top five things on the checklist that they would probably need to start? I would say your first thing 
once you've sorted out with your partner where you want to get married um, and worked out your budget, then you pick a venue, right. pick a location. Where do you want to get married? Do you want to get, you know, do you want to get married in the same venue? Do you want to get married on the beach and then have your reception somewhere else? Oh, this is starting to sound. It's very... really simple. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm looking at you. You're, you're looking at me like, oh. Can someone just bring out a cheese plate after they've said the vows? Absolutely. But just oh, like where, where you want to get married. Where do you want to yeah. get Do you want to get married where you live? Do you want to get married on the beach? Do you want to get married in the rainforest? Yeah. So on that point as well, mm. how much does the venue take on when it comes to organising things? Like how much can you delegate? To the venue wherever you're getting married. Yeah, like Did, say it's a local hotel or something. Absolutely, like that. hotels great. They literally have a planner there that will help you. So really, yeah, and that's built into the cost absolutely. of the wedding. Okay, well yeah. that's handy to so, know. So if you want something simple like that, yeah, go to a hotel, and you can just get a package or whatever, and then they they have probably have a ceremony package. A lot right. of those places have packages per heads. You pay one hundred and fifty dollars per head. That includes, you know. Everything you need, bar a few things. Yeah. So yeah, that that makes it easy. It's when you start um, having your ceremony here and your reception ten kilometres away. Mm. That makes it yeah. just not hard. It just makes logistics just you just have to think a bit more about it. And how much can you lean on, in all fairness, and keeping a friendship intact, the bridal party? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I was not the best, most reliable maid of honor. I'll be honest. I guess it also depends if any of the bridal party have been married, right. and then maybe they have more of an idea. And I don't mean to—I'm not being mean to members of bridal parties that haven't got married that don't know what to do. But if you've been married, you sort of get it. Yeah, you just you get what you have to do, and yeah, they can they can take as much as they want. When you're picking your bridal party, that's when you pick the people that are going to help you the most. So it's like we've been best friends for fourteen years, but yeah, your organisational skills. Oh, I'm not too bad. <laughs> no, you have someone in there that's gonna. You might have that person, but then you might have someone There's that's going to come that, with the goods. Well, yeah, yeah, there is always that person in the bridal party that seems. It's normally the maid of honour, though. Isn't you need it? the emotional support as well, though, yeah. as well as the. Just the planning, you know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. I still feel like, and I know you you're, keep saying it's stress-free, <laughs> but in terms of like all the different moving parts, because to me I think about, you know, you've got hair and makeup yeah. to organise, yeah. dresses, all that type of thing. Like what's a rough timeline of getting that stuff done, do you think, like in terms of prioritising? Well, if once you've sort of locked in your venue yeah everything sort of flows from there once you've locked in your venue whether that venue comes with food and drink if it does great yeah if it doesn't then you want to look at a caterer because you obviously need food yeah um and then you want to look at drinks so things like that so if you are booking a hotel that's simple yeah everything comes with it so i kind of like to, that idea. i know i can see it's that a bit of a like one it. size yeah it is one shape that one <laughs> Do they include like photographers and do they have makeup artists? Is that literally you can go to a hotel uh, and do No, everything? they will do all that sort of catering, food, um, tables, yeah. everything like that. Okay. Whereas uh, if you've done all that, then you, and they will do all the higher items, all your tables, chairs, centerpieces, things like yeah. that. If you want things over and above, they would definitely recommend people. So they're there to help you as well. Yeah. Um, that's what you're sort of paying for when you're booking in a hotel. Yeah. So it is an easier way, I would think. I've been a planner at a hotel wedding and let's be honest, my job has been easy because there's already someone there. So yeah, 
Definitely, if you want to make it easy, okay. hotel. Well, like, I feel like I've definitely learned something I know. today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've covered off a few of the things to organise, but a lot of people do. I think money and saving money mm. is a big thing yeah. for people. So what do you think are some of the things that you can genuinely be a bit cheeky with when it comes to budget to save money yeah. and not look too cheap? Yes. So again, you prioritise what's important. Yeah. So if you, for me, this is coming from me, I always think, a photographer is important because those are the that's what you're going to remember your wedding. How you much know. is a wedding photographer? Oh gosh, that's anywhere from a, probably a thousand up to five thousand. Five thousand dollars? Yeah, that's I a whole. Look like Beyonce in those photos. <laughs> He better be bringing a wind machine when I walk down the aisle for that price. <laughs> this is, it depends. Are people flown in photographers from wow. other regions because they, this is again, I guess it's because it's become more of a look of that photographer well, has. Instagram's huge now Absolutely. too and everyone uses their own ha- wedding hashtag. It's huge. Yeah. Do you think that you can save a bit of money and just get everyone else to photograph the... I guess you do need the nice. You do need. Oh, look. And my no. friends only ever looked at themselves in photos. Yeah, there's a lot of there'd be nice. a lot of selfies I reckon these <laughs> days, eh? <laughs> so I think um, a photographer would be important. Um, and those some photographers I know in Cairns locally can book out. I know photographers that are all booked out next year already. All really? Of, yes, absolutely. So one thing I am thinking about all of this mm. is you need to be organised. So you think like maybe a year from your date? Yeah, I think so. Especially if you want to get married in a, a place that's popular. Whereas we're in a place that is very popular, especially from people coming out of town. So yeah, I would think a good year is, is good. And the, you've got wedding season as well. We're sort of at the tail end now, wedding season in Cairns. Is there anyone else you can kind of rope into? Absolutely, doing absolutely. You would know those people, though. If you, yeah, if you want your mum involved, get her involved because oh god, no, I don't. See, we're so mean, <laughs> and some people would say no, mum, stay away. So, yeah. um, and give them jobs to make them feel important. Mm. This always comes up <laughs> when it comes to weddings as well. Is who pays for what when it comes to the bridal party? Like I've been in yes. all different weddings. Sometimes I've paid yeah. for my own hair and makeup, yep. my own bridesmaid's dress, shoes. Sometimes it's been taken care of. In your opinion, what is the most common rule when it comes to that? I don't know if there's a common rule. I really don't. Paying for dresses, like, so, you know, if you were getting married, you would pay for the dresses and the hair and makeup. You're basically paying for what you want. So unless they're going to pay and they, they, there's something they're choosing, I think if you're choosing it, then you should be paying for it. Can I just tell them, like, a colour theme and they can wear their Absolutely, absolutely. Is that a common thing Yes, yes, yes. It's not common, but it's been done. I've worn the ugliest dresses. I paid $300 for my piece uh, and they're genuinely dressed. You know, I did the same. I thought, oh, yeah, mine will wear that. They didn't wear it. No, they one didn't wear it. You don't wear it, especially if you're honest, you don't wear it. Okay. I think, I think I've learned something with that as well. Mm. I think that's a little bit of I a I think hack. it's cool, actually. That's, think outside the box. Like, you know, all of this stuff we're talking about, think outside the box. I think yeah. that's a good thing to do when it comes to weddings because every wedding tradition has been done. You might think it's original, but it's not. It's been what done. Is, so thinking outside the box is is great. What are some of the coolest things you've been a part of when wedding planning that couples have come up with and you've gone, oh, that's a really cool idea? Um, oh, gosh. Even things down to, I think it's when it comes to when they're doing it 
like the last wedding, one of the last weddings I did in, um, a couple of months ago, the bride and the mom and the sister who was a bridesmaid, they just made all their own flowers. So florists might go, oh, you know, but they made a beautiful job and it looked amazing. Did yes. they have any experience? No, they, they didn't. But they looked amazing. The I'll show you a fit photo. They looked amazing. And it was just, it was pretty special. Also, the bride wore mother's, her mum's dress. Which was cute, I thought. Yeah. But she had it tailored to fit her. Yeah. It looked gorgeous. And then she just sort of had sort of different things on it that she'd had from other dresses she'd worn. So it was sort of like a memory in the one dress. Her bridesmaid, her sister, wore a funky short and little crop jacket outfit. This was a really, it's quite, I loved it. I thought it was really cool. So definitely if you can think of things outside the box... You know, don't just have to have a sit-down dinner. Yeah. You can have a, a walk and fork. A walk and fork. I like that. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, things like that. Are... If you were to give yourself a schedule for planning a wedding, if yes. you're doing it all alone and you don't have a lot of support, mm. how often do you need to be coming back to that checklist, do you think? Say you give yourself a year out from yeah. your wedding date. Like how often do you need to be checking in on that process? I think a lot of it, once you book those main supplies in, your caterer, your photographer, your celebrant, perhaps your hair and makeup and say like a DJ, band then you can rest then really? you can yeah you can rest because you've got all your main vendors locked in and all the other little things just will fall into place I feel like they won't <laughs> and that's generally when I that's when I get the call <laughs> paperwork yes no one talks about paperwork no. there is some involved. and they will do that um wherever you're getting married they will look after that for you that's really that's what you pay for in Does their it, fee do all celebrants do that I've not met one that hasn't so you because it's go their to this job person and, and you they will they will guide you the whole way through. And a lot of people, that's where they get stressed about is paperwork and things. No, yeah. they will look after everything. You might have to sign your name and do stuff, but they yeah. will tell you. They will guide you. All the supplies are amazing. They will guide you. Just quickly. Yes. What is an acceptable time for a bride to arrive before the aisle? Because you don't want to get there too early and be like hanging in the wings. Yeah. You know, that's a bit yeah. awkward. But you don't want to be too late and keep everyone waiting. You don't want to be too late because then that really just. Like what time are you telling the bride to get there? I, I like her to get there on time. A couple what of minutes to spare. A couple of minutes till you're walking down the aisle. Yeah. But how are you going to, you need to do the tissues under the arm. And... Oh, we, we can fix all that before she comes <laughs> out. That's fine. That's what we're there for. But you don't want to be late because then it just mucks up your day. Yeah. Really, and I sound like it, that sounds like a little bit like uh, OCD, but it's just, then everything just flows. Because once you're married, I find couples just, they automatically just relax. So it's the ceremony. That's Absolutely. The it's a ceremony. Well, I feel like I have learned a lot. I'm glad. Today. Thank you so much for enlightening us a <laughs> little bit. Thank you for having me. And uh, once those things are checked off, expect a phone call. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I will. <laughs> That's the Lazy Girl's Guide to Planning a Wedding. I hope you took a lot away from that. Don't forget to share amongst all your friends and hit subscribe because next week joining me on the podcast is Azaya McKimmy. She is a sex therapist and we're going to be covering off the Lazy Girl's Guide to Good Sex.